Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, all really does help out. Thank you so much, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Primary Sherbet7897. It comes from the subreddit True Off My Chest and does come with an update. It's titled, My Wife is Looking Up Divorce Papers. I'm 30 male, freaking out. I thought we had a happy marriage. We've been married for six years and dating for 10. Edit. We started dating when I was 20 and she was 23. My wife, 33 female, and I have always been very open with each other. We share passwords and have never hidden anything. When we have disagreements, we get through it together. We've never screamed or yelled at each other. We're in couples and individual therapy, not because of anything wrong with our relationship, but because we want to make sure that we are happy. My wife always says better prevention than cure. Yesterday, she left her laptop open and I saw she was looking up New York divorce papers and how to see if someone was cheating and some subreddits. There was five or six tabs open. I pretended I didn't see anything, but went into the bathroom and threw up. I've been shaken in anxiety and my wife has noticed I haven't left her side and she's asked me if anything was wrong. Readers, I've never cheated and never even thought of cheating. I don't even watch stuff. I don't even know how she could think I would betray her like this. If it's the opposite and she's cheating, I don't even know how she would do it because even if she didn't love me, she doesn't even have the time. I checked her phone and computer and she didn't have anything previously downloaded. There's nothing fishy and nothing suggesting even an emotional affair. She's been incredibly affectionate. She loves me and would never hurt me, so it's me she thinks. I have a part-time bakery catering business I run from home and she works from home for literally 70 to 80 hour work weeks and is the breadwinner. We haven't left each other's side and I love it that way. COVID was actually good for us because we could spend so much time together. My wife is the love of my life. I'm in the process of being diagnosed and looking at symptoms online. I'm pretty sure she's my favorite person, FP. It's unhealthy, but she's never complained about me being clingy or overbearing. I don't know why she would want a divorce. I'm afraid to talk to her about it because what if she starts thinking of divorcing me and realizes that she's so much better and deserves so much more and just leaves? I feel like somehow talking about the D word will manifest it and ruin all the happiness I have. I wish I never saw it. Today she joked that would literally melt together because I haven't stopped holding her all morning. I'm afraid that I'll fall asleep and she'll disappear from my life. Edit. I know I need to talk to my wife. This is a vent thread and as someone who has anxiety and possible BPD, I'm very grateful for the empathetic and actionable comments. My wife and I decided together, after she suggested it, to have me work part-time. 
I run a catering business from home. I do all the housework. My wife works in a demanding field and part of the reason for the long hours is all the pro bono work that she does. I'm very proud of her and though I wish she'd cut back on the hours for her own health, I would never dream of asking her to quit a job she loves and has a positive impact on. Edit. Please stop spreading lies for no reason. I have literally never yelled at my wife, much less yelled at her for not baking. My wife does not bake. She does not lift a finger in our house. Edit again. Thanks again for all the support. I'm talking with her tonight or maybe tomorrow morning. My wife has a pretty big project at work she needs to finish and and that's no time to have a conversation. Edit. Logically, I know she might be researching for a friend of hers, but mentally and emotionally, my brain is screaming that she forgot to close the window and she's leaving me and I'll never be with the love of my life again. Right now, I'm leaving her to work and just watching some random show. And to me in this one, you know, I think if she was doing that and she did want to keep it a secret, she'd be, she'd have been much more vigilant about it and not just left several tabs open on the computer for you to find like that. And I think the only way you're going to find out is if you talk to her and just let her know your feelings and, you know, that you are worried and you're feeling anxious about it. But before we do go into that update, Edine says, just ask her, tell her what you've seen and you want the truth. Aura says, talk about it. For all you know, she was looking up stuff to help a friend. You said you're really open with her, so be open about it. Bob says, 10 bucks says she's looking up info on divorce for a friend. I don't think she'd be that careless if it was for herself. And one more from 404 user who says, I'm not saying it's what she thinks, but laying his head on her chest or legs or whatever while she's working may be overwhelming. I have BPD and I can tell this is a codependency issue. We also don't have all the information and if he possibly has BPD, this could be overwhelming her. This could be just scratching the surface of his codependent issues. We tend to also put people on huge pedestals, which he seems to be doing in the comments. OP needs to get further testing for BPD. And we had a a story recently which covered BPD and and in the comments, some people were asking what BPD stands for and it's borderline personality disorder. And with that information, let's move into the update to find out what happened next. So the update says, my posts were removed by the mods and I don't know why. I just want to say I'm very grateful for everyone's love and support. Last night, my wife asked me if anything was wrong. She was finally done with work, so I asked her why she had tabs full of divorce information. It wasn't for a friend or family or anyone we knew. The divorce tabs was because she recently read a cozy mystery with a divorce turned murder and thought it was so bad and unrealistic that she could write one better. My wife is an avid reader, me not so much, and likes to read mystery novels, though I secretly think it's because she can complain about them to me. I read some of it this morning and my wife's short story is better than most movies to be honest. I could see her becoming an author when we retire. I struggle with my mental health and though my wife has been through trauma, she's a stronger person than me. Though I knew logically that she was looking for some other reason than our relationship, mentally and emotionally my brain was screaming at me that she was going to leave and I was going to lose the love of my life. I have suspected BPD and my wife is my favorite person and soulmate. I know some of my behavior is unhealthy, but it's an uphill struggle. It doesn't help that my wife is the most amazing, selfless, loving person I know. 
I was the product of a one-night stand to two parents who didn't want me. Neither of them had steady jobs or relationships or really any desire to parent. If I was too much of a burden for my dad, he'd drop me off my mum's, who wouldn't be home. I'd be locked outside her apartment until she came home at 2am. There'd be nothing in the fridge. School wasn't much better. I was the weird short kid with long greasy hair and two-day-old clothes and I was relentlessly bullied. When I was 14, I was finally taken away by my maternal grandparents who didn't have a relationship with my mum. Though they loved me, they couldn't really take care of me because they were old. We lived in a tiny house stuffed full of useless things. When I was 19, my grandma died. Lung cancer. I think my grandpa died then too. He stopped eating properly. They were deeply in love. I met my wife when my grandpa was dying of heart disease. I was 20 and she was 23. She worked as a consultant and has been working 90 plus hours. We met a mutual friend for lunch and he introduced us. After lunch, we ended up spending the whole day and night together just talking. It was amazing. I felt bad because her parents yelled at her for not calling them that night. I asked her out the next day and she said yes. My grandpa died a month later. She helped me with a funeral and came over to help clean the house without me even asking. For the first time, I could actually see the walls of the house I lived in. My mum wanted the inheritance. My grandparents didn't leave any inheritance, just debt and a house my mum didn't want. She didn't even care about me. My wife got me a lawyer friend to keep my mum away. My mum didn't even care once she found out there was no money. My wife supported me through it all. A few months later, my wife said she was going to her home country for a visit. Her grandmother was sick. The first day she called and then for a month, there was radio silence. I thought my wife got tired of me and I hated myself for burdening her. It was a bad spiral. Finally, there was a call and she asked me if I could help find where she was and how to get to the nearest airport. Her parents had hidden away her passport and she was sure she was going to be married off. She stole back her US passport. Her job paid for her flight back even though they had previously fired her for not checking in for two weeks. I met her at the airport. She looked so tired. Our next date night, she looked better, but I had a feeling something was wrong. I followed her and she was going to a woman's shelter. Her parents had cleared out her bank account and she didn't have a place to stay. I told my wife she could live with me at my grandparents' house and it wasn't a burden. She tried to do all the chores and pay the rent at the same time, but I was just happy she was with me. Though it's twisted, I was secretly kind of thrilled that she ran away from the marriage. To me, it felt like she chose me over her parents. Her parents tried to track her down. We got married and they cut her off for good. Like me, she didn't get much physical affection growing up either. She was expected to get great grades and clean up after everyone because she was a girl. There was physical abuse. Education was a way for her to be more marriageable. That's why they agreed to let her get a job while going to grad school. Once she finished, she'd be married off to an older man and be a housewife. She didn't want that. We had to build up our finances from the ground up. My wife likes experts who tell us what to do with our money, our relationship, our house remodeling, because she wants us to be happy. I'm terrified of losing her, that someday she'll realize that she could have something better, because I need her so much. People on the thread have told me I'm too clingy, that my wife secretly hates that. Now, when I hold onto my wife or rest my head on her chest or lap, I wonder if she's lying that she loves that, that she's just tolerating me. I talked with my therapist and he told me some of the techniques to get my anxiety under control and some techniques for BPD. 
as he is a CBT therapist. I still have my diagnosis coming up in five months. My wife loves me and she's not leaving me. And I really do hope that OP gets the help that they that they really desire here because it must be absolutely terrifying to live with these thoughts in your mind that this person is going to leave you constantly and all this kind of thing. And to listen to wife's backstory of what she's been through as well. They've both come together through traumatic times. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What do you make of the update? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And let's move on to another Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com story and our next post comes from just passing through and does come with an update as well titled am i the asshole for snapping at my stepmom when she wouldn't stop asking to be in the delivery room with me i've 29 female always had a good relationship with my stepmom 54 female who are called sophia when i was seven and my brother was five we lost our mum pretty traumatically my dad met sophia a few years and lots of family therapy after that I was 10 or 11 when he introduced her as a friend and it took two and a half years before they got married. Sophia has always been great. She never tried to replace our mum. She left all our family photos up, was never offended we didn't ask her to come to the cemetery, but came when we did ask. She did my hair for high school dances, watched rom-coms with us after breakups, taught my brother to drive and cried happy tears at both of our weddings. She treats my husband like her own son. She's truly a great person, which is probably why I feel like such an asshole in this situation. I'm six and a half months along with my and husband's first child. Between the hormones in this new chapter of my life, I've been missing my mum extra fiercely these past months, wishing that she was here with me to meet her grandbaby. I've been visiting her grave a lot to sit and talk, basically cry about how much I wish she was still here. I know it's been 21 years, but her absence is like a physical ache some days. It started a few weeks ago when my dad warned me Sophia had been remarking about being in delivery with me. The next time I saw her, she asked and I gently told her that only husband will be in the room with me. Since the first no, she's taken it as an invitation to change my mind. Every time she brings it up, I shut her down gently with, I appreciate the offer, but I still only want husband in the delivery room. We'll let family know when we're ready for visitors. Then last weekend, a couple of my cousins threw a casual covered backyard baby shower that included both my and husband's families. I overheard Sophia chatting with another of my cousins who's pregnant and Sophia was trying to get her to convince me to have Sophia in the room. My cousin was ignoring her mostly, but then I heard Sophia say, a girl needs her mum with her for that. 
I was probably hormonal and tired, but I was so upset. I finally interrupted and just said, yes, a girl does need her mother. Too bad mine died in front of me and my bonus mum can't seem to take no for an answer. I didn't say it loudly enough for anyone but us to hear, but I was rather harsh and then I went to hide inside saying I needed to lie down. My dad said he understands my side and supports me no matter what, but that I really hurt Sophia's feelings by what I said and I should at least apologize for that. I do want to apologize, but also believe I deserve an apology for not being listened to. It was also the first time I ever felt like Sophia was trying to replace my mum, and I just snapped a little. I don't know, I feel horrible, so maybe I already knew the answer, but am I the asshole? Now to me in this one, for the question itself, you're not the asshole for snapping. You know, you was, I think you was absolutely fine with stepmum through most of this story. You know, you was, you said a couple of times that you tried to let her down gently. And whenever we cover these stories, you know, I always say, you know, it's the person who's giving birth that makes the decisions, who's in that delivery room. So to keep hearing it being pushed time and time again would get annoying and, you know, it's kind of like it's on her because she kept pushing it time and time again. However, and I'm still sticking with not the arsehole here, she does sound like she's been a wonderful person to you. And I just wonder if there's a way to have a further heart-to-heart sit down and discuss things properly. And I know OP's mentioned, you know, they've already done it several times, so maybe, you know, it won't go anywhere, but they do sound like they have a lovely relationship and to damage that would be pretty sad, I think. But let's move to a couple of comments before we go to the update. NTL is not the arsehole. You dished out a verbal crowbar to the face, but I do not blame you as all the polite rejections were ignored. Sometimes I wonder if the men who take no for try harder are raised by people like Sophia. Beck says, Sophia's feelings wouldn't be hurt if she had simply listened to you and accepted that only you and your husband will be in the delivery room. Instead, she keeps asking and is now trying to get others to intervene on her behalf. It sounds as if you do love her and she has been very good to you over the years, but that does not exclude or support her insistence to be in the delivery room. You need to have a private chat, first with your father and then with your stepmother. Tell your dad that you love and appreciate all Sophia has done, but her persistence in asking is causing you and the baby stress. Tell him that her asking your cousin to intervene was out of line and and needs to stop now. Then have the same conversation with Sophia and tell them both in no uncertain terms that giving birth is not a spectator sport and you are tired of being asked when the question has been answered. You may want to go as far as telling them that each time the question is asked, you will delay their meeting the baby by an unspecified or specified period of time. Not the arsehole. And one more from Snark who says, first off, congratulations. Not the arsehole. It is very normal to only want your partner in the room for whatever reason that is. Personally, I would apologize for the way the statement came out, but not the bottom line of what was said. Even if she was your biological mother, she has no right to try and decide what you will need during your labor and delivery. Again, congratulations. And now let's go on to that update to find out what happened next. So update says, thank you to everyone who commented on my last post. I read through every single one, even if I didn't get to respond. I'm sorry it's taken me this long to come back with an update, but we became a family of three a bit earlier than I expected. 
I won't go into boring detail, but after rushing to the ER with my husband and my medical team being rock stars doing everything they could, our little girl made her big debut a little over a week ago. She'll have an extended stay in the NICU, but doing as well as anyone could expect for being 12 weeks early. On to the update I was asked for. I took the advice given and invited Sophia to have lunch with me via a silly card with a sincerely written note inside that I left for her at their house, which was a throwback to when I was in high school and we'd hide notes for each other. We met at one of our favorite brunch spots so we could work things all out. I won't recount it all verbatim, but to all those who said she was obviously going to turn into a boundary stomping nightmare, thankfully, you were wrong. As one Reddit user suggested, I jumped the gun, only getting the gist of the combo Cousin and Sophia were having. And after talking with Cousin as well, I can confidently say Sophia wasn't attempting to convince her slash me of anything. I'd interrupted her when she was trying to express to Cousin that she was too scared to ever give birth and couldn't imagine doing it without her mum. That, in her opinion, a girl needs her mum during her first pregnancy and she only wanted to make sure I had all the support I needed since my mum wasn't here. That's when I interrupted so rudely. After some more convo, lots of laughing and more than a few tears, it was like it had never happened at all and she got to feel a little bit of a kick after dessert. I miss those kicks. Regardless, it all ended up being for naught because Sophia did end up being my first call after I was admitted and Hubs was just as uselessly terrified as I was. She was calm, collected, didn't overstep or hover. And when it was time for her to leave the room, she had a very heartfelt words that I'll likely never forget, which convinced me that at least a tiny bit of my mum's love, soul, spirit, and energy is living inside Sophia. Anyway, that's basically it. Sorry it wasn't more dramatic or juicy, but Sophia is truly a gem of a person and pregnancy hormones apparently turned me into a raging monster. Our sweet girl was given a beautiful name to honor all three of her grandmothers. Middle name is a derivative of my lovely, my mother-in-law's, and first name is a beautiful mashup of my mum's and Sophia's real names. I'm beyond blessed to have such loving, understanding, and supportive people in my life. Oh, bloody hell, that one set me off towards the end there. To find it was all a misunderstanding and when she did, when she was there and she was calm, collected, didn't overstep or hover and just a lovely person that OP explained in the original post. Oh, fantastic. Really happy and congratulations as well if you ever do hear this. Absolutely amazing for you and your family. But now I turn this one to you guys. Did you expect it to go like this at the end? I'm so, so glad it did. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me and this channel. And I can never thank you enough for what you do. Thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 